0: Welcome to the Light Pod, brought to you by Lodi, a hub for ideas, education, and a little bit of entertainment when it comes to architectural lighting. I'm your host, Sam Corbel, and today we welcome two unique voices to the podcast: Trent Mulligan and David Thomas. Trent and David are associated with a channel you may know as the Cedia channel, the AV channel, the low voltage channel, the channel that's putting all that cool stuff in homes, shades, TVs, home theaters, speakers, let's face it, pretty much all the technology that goes into a private residential home today. Trent is the president of Momentum Group and David is the executive director of Momentum Group and the president of Rio Grande. Momentum Group and Rio Grande are reps for that channel across 10 states in so to speak the middle of the country they have a lot of experience in not only dealing with all that low voltage equipment but they're also in the space of lighting now starting to learn more about it they have a pretty interesting conversation a pretty interesting thought to share with all of us about how lighting has not only become part of it but that's a good thing david and trent welcome to the podcast how's it going good to be here thanks sam I appreciate you guys coming in here on a nice snowy day in January. Winter Park's getting nuked with powder right now. We will get this conversation recorded and wrapped, and you got to send us pictures of face shots tomorrow. <laughs> Does that sound good? We're <laughs> heading up there. I'm ex- I'm excited for you guys. Uh, if I could join you for a turn, I'll, I'll try my best. Today we're here to talk a little bit more about the rep organizations that you're a part of. You're innovative, what you're doing is different. You're covering a a large territory. You're focused specifically in that high-end residential market, yet you're expanding your offering and that now includes lighting. As you know, uh, many of our listeners love lighting. It's near and dear to them. They're very passionate about it. But everybody's always kind of looking for that next edge. They're looking for how we can make lighting more part of people's lives in a good way and teach them what good lighting is. And of course, supply them with good lighting. Your channel is something that not only has seen a lot of success uh, in the last probably three to five years, but just continues to grow. So I want to dive into that and chat a little bit more about where it is and where it's going. But before we do that, do me a favor. Tell me both. Who are you and how did you get yourself into this industry?
1: So this is Trent. Uh, I took over as president of Momentum Group a year ago, almost a year ago, January of 2021. Been in the industry since 05 in various uh, roles. I've worked on the manufacturing side, worked for manufacturers, and that was what I did until about uh, 2015. I was looking for other opportunities and some mutu- a mutual friend put me in touch with David, who at the time was president of Momentum Group. I met David in 2015, and we hit it off and, and decided to give it a go, so I started working for it. and It was a bit of a learning curve. I went from working for a manufacturer, uh, several of them, um, in mostly in control space and audio video distribution, uh, which are pretty popular categories in the CDA channel, and into a manufacturer's rep firm where you represent the 20 to 30. At the time, I think we were maybe 25 manufacturers strong, and uh, it, was, it was a heck of a learning curve. And um, But after about six months, I kind of got the hang of it, and I really enjoyed it, and started to find some success. and. Uh, eventually Eventually, David, he's the type of guy who uh, likes to do a lot of different things and has a lot of different pursuits. And um, COVID hit in 2020 and it was a boon for our industry. So things really took off. We didn't know what was happening for the first couple of months, but then you know, when people want to spend time in their homes or the upper end guys want to spend money on technology to make it enjoyable. So it was a real big boon for our industry and um, it freed David up a little bit to pursue some of these inner interests and he decided to stay on with the company but to turn over the reins. And so I took over as president a year ago.
0: I want to clarify one thing real quick. You said, you know, the high-end guys. I don't know how we define that. Is it a dollar number? Is it the size of the home? Is it the dollar value of the equipment, regardless of either one of those things? like How how would you equate or define your customers in that high-end group and, and what's high-end residential or luxury residential?
2: Yeah, I can take that. Yeah,
1: that's a good so question.
2: This is David. Yeah. Um, high-end is an interesting word Sam right I mean so in the general consumer world everything that we do in the CDA channel is kind of recognized as high-end so most consumers will go to Best Buy or they'll go to Walmart and they buy the products that they need and they get them installed in their home generally what we do in the CDA channel or the integrators that we work with is multiple extreme expensive products like TVs and networks and shades and lighting and theaters and then they integrate all those things together with a control system on the back end and those jobs can range you know anywhere from 25,000 to you know frankly multi-million dollars depending on the size of the home
1: so those are the dealers that we work with and that's what we consider high end it's difficult to actually put a dollar amount on it. Then um, it's it's what people are looking for. Like all my friends, they don't understand what I do. They don't really get it. And I don't. David could probably maybe say the same thing to a certain extent. It's it's the upper echelon to the point where people think it's cool, but nobody really knows anybody who has this stuff in their home. You know, generally speaking. Um, It's, I I don't, you can't really put a square footage on it or a dollar amount, but there is a level that exists where people want technology, and a lot of these guys are doing uh, word-of-mouth business because people have friends in that same sector and they see technology in a home, they like it, they want to put it in their home, et cetera, so.
2: The CDA channel, this is David again, the CDA channel is kind of recognized as working with, you know, the top 1% of the net worth people in the United States, We're, we're not necessarily proud of that, right? I mean, we'd like to have a bigger breadth of the consumer base. To talk to, um, but that's just the natural way that it's developed. You know, the people with the with the big dollars are spending the big money on their houses.
0: You bring up a really interesting point. You're typically working with people who have a lot of money. They're willing to spend it on things that, like you said, Trent, nobody else really has in their home. But you're not necessarily proud of it. I think it's true. Everybody should have access to stuff like this. Everybody should be able to put something cool in their home. Everybody should be proud of it. There's a misconception of you know. I can't put anything high-end in my home if I don't have a million dollars or whatnot. There's an evolution of technology that's definitely uh, sweeping homes, I think over the last 10 years with smart home devices. Talk to me a little bit about how cool technologies become more accessible to everyone.
2: You're exactly right, Sam, it's been really interesting to watch the price of the products that are necessary to accomplish the same goals come down in our channel. So part of the reason that we're going to talk about lighting fixtures later and the whole lighting revolution in the CDA channel is because the dollars that are dealer-based, you know, 4000 in the 10 states that we cover and 30000 across the United States, those dealers' jobs are starting to be threatened a little bit because the price and the availability of lower-priced, high-value products is infiltrating the market. And you can accomplish a lot by not spending a ton of money in your house. So this technology that we're talking about has become much more widely available. We're happy about that. We want to be involved in you know, bringing that type of technology to a lot more consumers instead of just that 1%.
0: When you think about um, technology across everything that you've historically dealt with. TVs, right? Flat screen TVs obviously were five grand a piece for 42 inches at one point in time. Take your pick, take your best shot at your $100 42 inch flat screen TV today. Then there's lighting, right? I can speak for lighting. You used to have to pay a lot for an LED downlight. You don't anymore. There's pros and cons to cheaper lighting, right? Better glare control versus maybe not so good glare control. Better low end dimming versus not so good (laughs) low end dimming. And then dumb lighting versus smart lighting. And I think the smart lighting thing is what's really ticked it into your world. Mm -hmm. The fact that people have now recognized lighting is something they can control, right? When you turn lights on and off, it is what it is. But when you can dim it, when you can create layers of light, when you can set the mood, when you as a user in your home can say, I want to feel awake, alert, alive. I want to feel, you know, relaxed. I want it to be romantic. I want it to be intimate. Uh, there's all these controls that they walk over the wall because they've got it. Or they've got Google or Alexa in their house. And they just, without even thinking about it, say, like, hey, Google, can can you dim the lights? And the lights dim. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's a, it's just that much more accessible. That's how the CDN and AV channel is now all of a sudden latched onto lighting. It wasn't like you had a revolution and said, oh, we're gonna go try and expand our market. Lighting wandered its way into your channel. Yeah, I'll let Trent talk about it in a second,
2: but uh, you're right. The technology behind LED lighting has advanced. There are technical aspects to lighting and lighting fixtures that needs somebody to be able to explain the difference between what you just said. Just a static dimming LED fixture that you can go get at Home Depot. There's nothing wrong with those things. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of different capabilities that lighting fixtures have and lamps have today. Just like you said, that technology needs to be sold and it also needs to be explained. And I think that's a big reason that the lighting fixture manufacturers have looked to our technology channel to try to get that accomplished.
1: And it's working. Yeah, I'll will t- tell a really quick story. I I bought a new house uh, in 2020, moved in right when the world shut down uh, in COVID, and uh, it was just you know it was a brand new place. There wasn't a dimmer in the in the entire place, um, and you know it was a nice place too. And uh, the the lighting was all cheap trims and screw-in LEDs, and and the first thing I did was uh, change out uh, all my switches to dimmers and then I went in and this is before we got into lighting I didn't really know anything about it but I do have a client who's into lighting I said what should I do and he said you know what just put these $13 Cree fixtures up it was super easy to to buy on Amazon Mm -hmm. and and the immediate upgrade was pretty noticeable and now I could dim my lights which was really cool it was just static but you know I thought that was pretty cool then fast forward a little bit we got into lighting finally and uh, I'm jumping ahead a little bit but uh, I, I wound up swapping those Cree fixtures out for DMF retrofit fixtures and the difference between the Cree $13 uh, fixture and a a DMF was demonstrable. And it still is. I mean, I did that a year ago and I still enjoy what that light looks like when I turn it on. And so uh, I guess to kind of dive onto what David was saying earlier, it didn't kind of work its way into this channel slowly. The manufacturers started, the smart ones, I think, are looking for ways to get into the channel because they're sick and tired of their fixtures getting um, value engineered out by the by the electrical division. And, uh, you know, these EC guys have their go-to fixtures for downlights when they see these things. And and they're going to their distributor and they're throwing up a, a cheap trim and a screw-in bulb or, you know, something similar. And it's wash, rinse, repeat every job. You know, it's, it's, it's a shame when you go on a million dollar or $5 million home and you see screw screwing LEDs all over as downlights. And so these guys want these guys sell expensive products because they're good products. They're well-engineered products, and they're meant to work seamlessly with a control system and, and do tons of great things. In order to make that happen, they, they need to be able to integrate themselves into a channel that can sell that kind of a fixture because it's, it's more expensive. And so uh, they know our, our channel can actually sell high-end stuff. It's what we do. We have our hands in so many. We we call ourselves the AV channel or the CD channel, but really it's, any kind of technology that goes into a home, we have our fists around. It starts with the pre-wire, it can go with networking, surveillance cameras, all kinds of speakers from architectural to towers to invisibles, you know, what have you, you know, home theater products, seating, projectors, TVs, indoor-outdoor TVs, shower TVs, you know, any kind of crazy thing that you can think of that could possibly be related to technology that goes into a home, we have our hands around. And so we know how to sell high-end. You know, it's nothing for our guys to sell a million-dollar theater room. That's one room in a home and it's a million bucks. So uh, there's no reason why we can't sell a 500 light fixture, a 1,000 light fixture, or, a fixture or what, what have you, and integrate it and make it into an experience rather than just one fixture in a ceiling.
2: And a key add to that that I've got to jump in here and say is adding the element of design to the technology, right? I mean, People look at the old word, and it's really a bad word in our industry. When we're called AV guys, or our dealers are called AV guys, it's it's not what they are. They're so much more than that. But adding adding lighting fixtures, which has always been a high high level of design incorporated into the home, ties right in what the you know the good forward thinking reps in the CDA channel already are doing with speakers and room design and shades and other things that we put in.
0: You know, it's really interesting. There's three things that we've got to dive into that you just brought up. The first is your personal experience about not only upgrading, but upgrading again. You were willing to spend money twice, and you could have made the decision once, but you didn't necessarily know. I didn't know about it. So there's a solution for that, and that's called Lighting Designers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the second is you run in parallel to a whole nother channel that the commercial world and people that operate in the commercial world are designing into the residential world. But the way it's done, you're a rep, you're selling to an integrator. What a lot of other people are familiar with is they deal with a rep who sells to a distributor. Mm-hmm. A distributor, by most ways, is there to you know stock stage and store all the electrical components for a house and get it there on the electrical side. All the stuff you don't see, all the stuff that you need, but it's just behind the walls. You guys are the exact same thing as a distributor except what you're running is tangible to everything people do see so you're front and center with your customer you're front and center with our customer you're front and center with the people that make the decisions so you have the ability to as you said trent sell up mm-hmm. not down mm-hmm. it's the fundamental difference between your channel and my opinion it's right? part of the business model, Sam. You so. guys, you guys sell value up. You sell yeah. high end, and and people expect that. Versus on the other side of the channel, everybody starts with what's awesome, and the whole goal is to save money. Yeah, not look for value. Look for value and dollars saved, but dollars evaporate, and we know that. And there's a whole nether conversation to that. I want to take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to dive in to what that value is and how lighting and lighting design and lighting designers have a place in your market and in your channel. Sound good? Yeah, that's great. Hey, it's Sam. Real quick, The Light Pod is brought to you by LightEye. A hub for ideas, education, and a little bit of entertainment. They're focused on you, the community, telling your stories, empowering new ideas, and elevating the voice of lighting design. If you want to contribute to LotEye, if you want to be a part of it, if you want to help fund this creative content engine, check them out at lytei.com. And welcome back. Over the break, David, Trent, and I were talking just a little bit more about really the simplicity of this channel, how it's been designed to help people understand technology in their homes and how lighting is just one of the parts of that technology system. We talked a little bit about what that value is and being able to talk directly to the person who cares and help them understand lighting is just as important as all the other things that maybe they are a little bit more keen to, like good sound or good TVs, or a nice electric stove that turns on to music, and you know the concrete patio just automatically melts all the snow, and you <laughs> go outside and you enjoy your apre, ski on the hill uh, in your third home outside of Aspen. I digress. The point is, uh, you're approaching people with a completely different message, and lighting is part of that story. Talk to me a little bit more about how that channel works today, and why this is not only a different approach, but an opportunistic
1: approach. So be lying if I didn't say this is in its infancy in our channel. We first picked up our first uh, lighting line back in 2020. And at the time I had no idea why we were doing this. You know, it didn't make any sense to me. (laughs) And then the, you know, then the shutdown hit and we had plenty of time on our hands to try and figure out, you know, how can we be a better value to our dealers? And this was one of the things that we did. We investigated this channel on a really deep level and realized what was going on and what kind of an opportunity it presented itself. So if you ask any dealer on our channel, you know, where are you spending your money? And to a T, everyone will say it's shades and lighting. And I combine those two because, you know, Van- Legrand sells shades and lighting as a package and Lutron sells shades and lighting, Well,
0: just so we're clear, it's lighting. 'Cause it's electric lighting and daylighting. Yeah, artificial and natural. Right, yeah. yeah. And that
1: you know, that's a that's a big number for all these guys. Not only is that their biggest spend, but it's it's far and away their biggest spend. It's more than what they're spending on their control systems, what they're spending on TVs throughout the homes when guys are putting sixteen TVs in a home, you know, in some of these homes. And we've we've come to realize um, through a bunch of analysis and whatnot that um, the opportunities on the fixture side of things if a dealer dedicates himself and educates himself and, and, and really gets his company interested in, in doing this the, the proper way, within 12 to 18 months, he's going to equal that shades and lighting number in, in, in dealer sales, at, in sales at, at his cost. And, and beyond that, um, he's going to outgrow it significantly. So the opportunity is huge for these guys. So that that immediately opens up their eyes to to the opportunity. Okay, I need to dig into this. I need to figure out how to get into this and and to do it the right way. It's our job to teach them how to do it the right way. You made a really good point, Trent. And and I think two words that you
2: just said that are key to the success of this whole uh, lighting fixture in our CDA channel is the proper way, right? So our biggest impetus as two rep firms in the 10 states that we cover is, how does an integrator take advantage of that opportunity, but do it correctly? Mm-hmm. And you know, we talked at the break a little bit about the lighting design community and, and where that fits in this. That's the proper way. So there, there's no value to the technology or the expensive products in the lighting fixture world that we're talking about, unless it's designed into the home correctly. And to be very clear, as Trent said, you know, as we're in the very early stages of fixtures coming into the CDA channel, the integrator community that's experts at all the other technology are not experts at lighting design in general. Some are a little further along than others, but they're not lighting designers. And our job as a rep is really to be that glue that brings the integrator through the process to do the fixtures correctly, and hopefully, in as many cases as possible, associate with a good lighting designer to get the job done correctly. That's where we're going to see the success. The homes are going to be better. The consumers are going to be happier. That's going to be a win-win-win. Yeah, it's it doesn't do
1: anybody any good if an integrator is going to come into the market and act like a bull in a china shop and just try and force their fixture lines and, and everything. So the whole goal of this is to work with the lighting design channel. These guys aren't going to hire a lighting designer. Financially, it doesn't make sense right away. They may, some of them may down the road, some of them may not. A lot of them, and probably most of them will not. They're gonna need to find that design from other other cases. And the real opportunity on the fixture side and and the lighting side is when it goes into design. You know, initially these guys are gonna get into it and they're gonna get grid patterns from architectural plans and fill them with good light, whatever, that's not really design. Down the road, if they really wanna start making money on this side of business, on the lighting side, It's going to be through design, you know, really well lit spaces that include more than just downlights, but it's linear, it's landscape, you know, it's step lights, it's whatever. It's a bunch of different things in a bunch of different lines. And the only way that happens is through a lighting designer. And so I think this is really going to elevate the design community. And I'll just add one more thing. If you go up to Aspen, um, all these new construction homes that are going up there, it's probably 70%. Already have a lighting designer attached to them. But down in Denver, that can be 5 to 15 percent somewhere in there. That number is going to grow significantly once this channel gets into it because it's what we do. And so I would say in probably two to five years, it's going to spike. And that number up in Aspen is going to, you're going to find that number down in here. 70% of the high end homes down here will have lighting designers. We're going to need help to be able to do that kind of work. It's what we do, is what you just said.
0: What is it that you do? You take high-end products for residential opportunities, and you put them there and you find the people that are looking for that. David, you mentioned, you know, we're just getting into this. Trent, you talked about how you picked up the first line three years ago. You guys, lighting's been around for a hundred years and high-end commercial architectural lighting and residential homes has been around for the better part of 35, 40 years, right? Yet you're just showing up in it. It's pretty magical to be completely honest, yet it's like the biggest disappointment that this (laughs) didn't all (laughs) happen earlier. I think it's a beautiful thing if we take a moment to recognize that technology is what's brought this together. Here is an incredible opportunity for an entire industry an entire group of professionals, architectural lighting designers, people who are passionate about putting light in the right spaces the right way, and then a whole group of manufacturers who's looking to grow their sales, grow their channel. I just wanna make one thing clear. Your channel isn't taking anything away from the other channel or any other channels out there. Opposite. Your channel is literally grabbing the interest of a group of people that have otherwise been completely uninterested and said, hey, lighting matters, wanna sign the check? Is that right? Pretty much,
2: it's lighting matters, design matters. You know, you you mentioned a couple things. Why is it so recent that we're involved in this, right? We did control systems. We had lighting control systems and shading systems, but, you know, controlling a light bulb is completely different than controlling the technology that goes into LED drivers and power supplies and everything that's available today in the market. So all those things, you know, it's not lighting designer just to do the design, it's to put the systems together. We're pretty good at that, and if we're working hand-in-hand hand with the design community, man, the results for the residential community are going to be great. Something that's really important, we're not interested in, nor do we think, we're going to take all the lighting business into the low-voltage residential CD system.
0: No, you're adding
2: to it. A- absolutely, and a and a good chunk of that, I don't know if it's half, that's going to stay with the ECs, right? Not every home is going to have high-end technology on the lighting fixture or the control side, right? There's a reason that Halo and Juno and other great entry-level value brands exist. That's not what we do. Mm -hmm. We're gonna take that other half of the business and it's billions of dollars of business, and we're gonna put that into the residential community through the lighting designers as much as possible and make it a great
1: solution. You know, conversely, we've always struggled to, and you mentioned to go back to what you said earlier about lighting not being, it took so long to get into this space had several conversations with uh, lighting manufacturers about the idea of getting into the space and not, not only getting into the space, but getting into uh, with a rep group that represents the space.
0: Because by the way, like they don't normally sign up with you guys. Just to be clear, you have how many lines? A dozen. Unlo- yeah. Well, total
2: no, 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 lines. Total or? lines. Oh, total
1: lines. Yeah. 40 50-ish. in the mountain
2: states yeah. and 20
0: in the uh, rock in the Texas territory. Yeah, and on a percentage basis, what percentage of those lines
1: are lighting? Probably about 10 now, right? 10 percentish, something like that. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah,
0: every other channel in the high-end design world has 150,
1: and and the <laughs>
0: and the reps are dedicated to 100% lighting. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just we just we just isolate ourselves, which is fine. But like you guys are taking this opportunity, and what's crazy and is a whole nother topic is you represent architectural lighting lines, and there's other reps in town representing them for different styles of projects. I mean, manufacturers, as you said, Trent, they want to know what do I need to do, and the answer is. I don't know, maybe a new brand, maybe a new set of reps. Like, you know, this is a different customer base. There's a different way we function. Pricing, in a lot of instances, is published or it's just there on a login and there's no bidding process or anything else. Like, you guys have figured out a way to make this all pretty freaking straightforward. Well, let me be clear. We didn't necessarily figure it out, right? I'm though. talking, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. David, I wish I could give you credit for all <laughs> this. But <laughs> I figured out a lot of it. I'm just talking so. about specifically, like, you look at the... The AV channel, that dealer network, right? It's different. It was was TV speakers, security systems, and there was MSRP, and then there was a percentage basis off and based on volume, you know, and it's it's just math. And you calculate it, and there's no bullshit. And basically, you said, well, lighting, we can help you get there, but you're going to have to play the game of no bullshit, and it's working. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason that happened,
2: full transparency… We didn't understand it. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. We don't know overages. We didn't work with overages. It was a new concept to us that— There's no overage. I don't
0: know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: at, the, at the end of the day, it's a totally different ballgame. Uh, some of it's come from ignorance. Some of it's come from technology. Some of it's come from people trying to find new ways to go to market. Yeah. You are helping create access to a lighting design community, and they may not even know how. They may not even know what that exists. What can you share? What advice can you give to a lighting designer or lighting manufacturer that is looking to grow their business but it, can't right now? How, how do how do they get into this channel? How do they become a well, part of it?
1: Let me. I'll, you can speak to the the designers. I'll speak to the, the manufacturers. I've approached several about the possibility of representing them and um, I think most every manufacturer has a spec rep you know as, as far as I know anyway and um, their their response to me is oh we we already have a rep and I'm like uh, on the residential side oh yeah our spec rep our 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 rep does that too, and I said I don't think I don't think he does. I think what he does is stu- It's it's retroactive. You know, a designer might be on a project that spec the stuff that he reps, and then it's it's fulfilled that way through the residential channel. It's not actively going out and working closely with the residential dealers that that do this stuff, and that's what we're doing. And they can't wrap their heads around that. And until somebody forces them to think a little bit differently, I think that's like let's be honest. There's probably what thirty manufacturers in our channel mm-hmm. right now, lighting manufacturers that are kind of attacking this and saying this is where we wanna be. Um, How many lighting manufacturers are there? Thousands, I mean, it's not a big number.
0: I say that there's 250 to 300 architectural spec manufacturers. Mm -hmm. So 10% of it. Yeah, Yeah, and
1: 10 of those are
2: in our channel today. And I can tell you that a thousand of the other ones are really watching what's happening with those 10
1: and not a lot of them not everybody's using reps either yeah so so if a
0: manufacturer wants in what do they got to do
2: it's a challenge and and this is it's an interesting question that you ask because one of our biggest challenges in the next couple years is going to be deciding who we work with Mm -hmm. and that's not that's not to be arrogant in any way but as the other manufacturers that are not using residential CD of reps today, understand what this opportunity becomes and what happens with it, they're going to jump in and, and their choices in the rep community are going to be limited or there aren't going to be enough reps left because honest to God, we don't want 150 lines. We want a dozen You know that will accomplish about 80% of what's needed in a home. We know a good lighting designer is going to put 40, 50, 35 brands of fixtures or different fixtures in a home. We don't need to be everything to everybody. We wanna be really good at architectural, linear and landscape. And that's what we do, right? We're not decorative reps. We wanna work with the lighting design community Mm -hmm. and the best integrators you know, to create the best experience for the consumer, which is exactly what we do in the technology world.
0: As a lighting designer, how do they get into this channel? How do they take advantage of it and find opportunity?
2: I think first, you know, human nature is that when things change, it's really scary. I don't care if it's lighting design or if it's having a family or whatever it is, right? Change is hard and change is usually disruptive. If any lighting designers were listening, I'd say, don't be concerned about this, engage and talk to the people that are in the middle of it, right? I mean, as you know, Sam, we work really hard to engage local and regional high-end lighting designers in the conversations that we're having on a daily basis. And that brings us all together. And and I said earlier that there's this glue, right? That the rep can be between the manufacturer and the AV integrator and the lighting designer. Engage in that, Mm -hmm. have those conversations with us, reach out to, you know, any good rep firm in any part of the United States that's involved in lighting fi- fixtures, and you're going to hear most of the same story you're hearing from
0: us. Just to be clear, it's reps not in that traditional channel, but in the CDA channel.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. I, mean, right? I, hate, yeah. Yeah. I hate to tout our own horn, but if, it's a real uphill battle if you're going to try and do it on your own. We're not just going out there and selling the lines that we represent. Wanted. I mean, this is a this is a it's a, it's a package deal. You know, we're bringing in guys and going in meetings and, and bringing several manufacturers at the same time into these meetings. And here's how you can do a job. Here's what we're, here's what we're bringing into the table. And so it's not, you know, to try and do that on your own with one brand and and to get meetings or to do some shows here and there, it's not really going to move the needle much. Mm -hmm. You want to get in with a rep that's really got a good story to tell. And and you can look at who they're representing, you know, do you compliment that package? And they can put you in touch with the major integrators in town that are already down that path and, and heading down lighting. And so, so, you know it's that's that's what i would recommend if you got a manufacturer that is really looking to seriously get into the channel
0: the integrators are the people who are the boots on the ground and meeting with the clients getting those projects mm-hmm. you guys as a rep know a lot of integrators you can vouch for them you can speak to who has been in business whose quality lighting designers can reach out to you and understand hey you know i'm thinking about doing this what integrators should i be talking to Sure. Who's Mm -hmm. legit? Who has a front office? Who actually brings people that I'm going to want to work with in the front door? Because let's face it, like, I got to speak on behalf of people who are passionate about lighting design. It matters where that downlight is. And six inches does make a difference. Mm -hmm. And the answer is, yeah, the TV needs to be 62 and a half inches off the ground. And we're going to get it right every time. Not somewhere between 60 and 65, right? It's the precision of it all. When you guys look at your rep group today, when you look at how fast this has come on board for you. What do you think the future of this is?
2: Equals our AV business. So, um, yeah, it's, it's huge. And, you know, even if you take the lower end of the number, Trent talked about the analysis that we did earlier, and there's no set numbers. We know how many architectural, linear, and landscape dollars are being done in the domestic US today. We take a guess at how much of that will flow through to the CDA channel, and then we break that down into what our territories are. So both the the Tola Territory, the Rio Grande Rep Company and the Momentum Group Rep Company represent somewhere, easy math, around 10% of the United States business. So a total of 20%. It's a big number. And, and that's my job and what I've always loved to do from the day one, right, is the strategy and chasing the opportunity. And, you know, as, as anybody, you find out where you wanna spend your time. And when this opportunity and this technology became available and started to move into our channel. I hate to word, use the uh, you know the, the traditional phrase, it was a no brainer, mm-hmm. right? It's a super, super good compliment to the technology that we sell today. It's a huge dollar ROI opportunity for our integrators, the lighting designers, the architects, the, the reps, the dealers, it's fun, right? We're at the, I, I think we're past the infancy, but we're at the very beginning mm-hmm. and watching this thing grow together,
1: is going to be really cool. I think we're close to the spike, and it's one of the reasons why we've put so much attention into the category. We've done a lot of planning and analysis on this, and really try to do things the right way. And lighting designers are—I are, understand why they're skeptical of this happening, um, and they're going to run into to bad dealers that are going to try and take their spec and, and ruin it. You know, and but that's just the nature of the beast. But it's our job to try and mitigate that. Mm-hmm. absolutely 100% as much as possible. And that's what we're trying to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, there's bad apples everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think the biggest difference between this channel and uh, what I would consider the more traditional channel for architectural lighting and lighting design is there's not, you know, four or 5,000 dealers out there, right? It's kind of whittled down and the structure's in place. And the point is all of those dealers, four to 5,000 of them could like literally pick this up and start quote selling the stuff tomorrow. The good ones understand the value of it. As you said, David, I've heard it straight out of integrators mouths. The first question they ask to the homeowner is what are you doing for lighting and do you have a lighting design in the project? Because they know what they don't know. That's, That's the most important part.
2: It's the first thing we educate our dealers to do. Trent said the two words. I'll say it again, the proper way if we're going to do fixtures in the CDA channel, we're going to be successful long-term if we do it the proper way. And that's making sure every single step in the channel is engaged and educated at a high level. And that's what it takes, right? I mean, you got to do it right before you just go out and sell the stuff. Mm -hmm. The stuff that goes in the ceiling is what's going to create the bad design, the bad result for the consumer. So, you know, we're going to continue to educate ourselves, but frankly, I've always been a fan of the most efficient way is a good way to go. And why not use the people that already know how to do this instead of trying to do it all myself? There's plenty of business
1: to go around. That's exactly why us and the dealers are trying to form these relationships now with the electrical contractors, with your builders, your architecture designers, and your lighting designers. So the sales haven't spiked yet, but those relationships are starting to build, and that's only going to feed that channel and, 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 and spike it the proper way, as, as I said before.
0: David, Trent, awesome
1: conversation.
0: This has been um, it has been eye-opening to me. I hope it's eye-opening to others that get the chance to listen to it. There's a lot to come here. We're going to have to keep tabs on, on your business to see when your sales actually does double. We'll have to pop a bottle of champagne and celebrate. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know you've brought a few million dollars worth of lighting design revenue along with it. And there's more than two, or excuse me, three people at that party. There's more to talk about here we scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. If people want to get in touch with you, if they want to kick the can around, if they have questions, what's the best way they can get in touch with you?
1: You can go to either of our websites. Uh, it's momentumreps.com and riogramreps.com. That's right.
0: Or you can reach out directly to me or Trent. That's David and Trent, guys. Thank you so much. See you on the slopes. Cool. Enjoy the powder. Right. Talk to you soon. We're same. heading 30. now. We're going now. Thanks again for listening to this episode of The Light Pod. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and click that like, follow, or subscribe button. That's the best way to never miss another episode where we talk to people about all things lighting, who have inspirational and thought-provoking conversations to share. Until next time, cheers.